Conversations with Leaders. I'm Skyra Rito. In this show, we talk with young professionals who have found true ways to show leadership in their community. It is my hope that their stories inspire you to take action. All right, well, we have Ruben Henderson in the studio with us today. How you doing, Ruben? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Fantastic. It's a wonderfully hot summer day in southwest Louisiana. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, Ruben and I were just trying to figure out um, how we met, and I don't think we came to a consensus, did we, Ruben? No. I mean, I just it's not coming across. I mean, we've crossed paths so many times. It's just not clicking. This is true. Yeah. I don't I'm know. struggling. I'm struggling here. <laughs> I am too. I cannot for the life of me remember how we met. But regardless of how we met, uh-huh. Ruben is doing some really wonderful work, especially from the university level with student engagement. Very recently, I think seven, eight months ago, he started serving on the 705 board, which I was ruling off of. So I was excited to have a successor who was as passionate about Lafayette and our community and young people here in Lafayette to kind of take over where I left off. So I'm kind of excited to hear about Ruben's story and get to know him a little better, even if I can't remember exactly where or how we met. It doesn't matter. We're building We're building towards the future, right, Ruben? That's it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So my first question to you is, Ruben, are you from Lafayette originally? No, I'm actually originally from Lake Charles. Really? Right up the street. Tell me about Lake Charles yeah. and what brought you to Lafayette. All right. So um, I've been from Lake Charles, obviously a small town, and I had a lot of family in around in and around the Lafayette area. So um, I was very familiar with Lafayette coming here for holidays and coming here during lots of other times. But I identified early on in middle school, high school, that UL was definitely one of my... When what's UL? Oh, so I'm sorry. University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Gotcha. And... After being in middle school and being in high school, I realized that um, University of Louisiana Lafayette was where I wanted to make my home. And I wanted to come here and I wanted to start my my journey in college. And all these years later, (laughs) I'm still still here. here. Yeah. (laughs) How long has it been? It has been. So I moved moved away after graduation for about a year and a half. And then I found my way back. Um, So I've been at the university now um, over over five, six years now. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a while as a professional. Um, but, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't take it back at all. I think the time that I've been in Lafayette and the time that I've been here as a student, as a professional, have really um, shaped me into the person that I am today. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about your career progression from college up until now. Um, my career progression, obviously, starting at UL, as a business major, um, I was in the hospitality field for a while. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in the hospitality field. So from there, after I graduated, I moved to Texas, and I was still in the hospitality field for a while. And eventually, from knowing from a long time, I knew that I have a very, a very special place and a passion for education and giving back. When mo- I moved back to Lafayette, I, s- I was actually working at um, a Michael Heart of Mary. So how long were you gone before you moved back? I moved. I was gone for about a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, so about a year and a half. And I moved back. Um, I worked for um, a Michael Heart of Mary, which is a small, um, it was a small private, predominantly African-American elementary, middle school, Catholic school. And I worked there as a volunteer services um, and fundraiser director. So working with the church and the school for different programs and different initiatives. And eventually I found my way back home to Raging Cajun CUL, um, where I served as a recruit, worked as a recruiter in the Office of Undergraduate Admissions and Recruitment, which okay. was enrollment services at the time. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I recruited for about a year, about a year and a half. And uh, the New Orleans area was the area that I worked primarily in. So 
for all the 504 people out there. <laughs> <laughs> I worked and I went to high school, public, private, charter schools, doing presentation and selling the brand of the university to um, high school students, to their parents, to guidance counselors, and just making sure that they were well informed about everything that we had to offer here at UL. So what was one of the main things that you, you sold the people on, on, on University of Lafayette? Outside of the amazing education and academics that we have, just the, just the culture. The culture here is so unique. It's so amazing, and it's so different from any other culture and any other place that you can that you can ever be, like, ever go. And in New Orleans, uh, being an obvious, obviously the largest city and one of the busiest cities in the state, right. um, Lafayette is very much a smaller version, a more friendlier version, a more happier version of New Orleans. So it's a very, very easy brand to sell because New Orleans is a very cultured place. Lafayette's a very cultured place, very similar, but yet very different, but both very unique and in what we offer and what we do in our community. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. All right. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to ask. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, no, no you're, pro- you're cool. And, and then after recruiting for a year and a half, I went over to the student union um, where I was an assistant director in marketing and leadership. So um, leading up into the big opening, into the um, us moving into the new building, uh, right upon that time, um, we had some changes and we had some restructuring. And then I went over to, um, I stayed in the student affairs side of the university and I worked as, eventually became an assistant director in the Office of Student Engagement and Leadership, so which is where I currently am. Nice. Yeah, so, so what do you do in the Office of Student Engagement and Leadership? Good question. What don't we do? <laughs> <laughs> that's a better question, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a better question, yeah. <laughs> so uh, our primary responsibility um, in the Office of Student Engagement and Leadership at ULF yet is to engage students, to get them involved. We provide different types of leadership programs for college students. Um, ranging from incoming freshmen and sophomores to graduating juniors and seniors. Um, so different programming on that side. Also, we work with all of the student organizations. So we have over 200 student organizations on campus. At really? Year. Yes. No 200. way. Yes. Over 200 organizations. And every semester we have even more organizations starting. So um, a lot of energy. And one thing that we always highlight to our incoming freshmen is that even if we don't have something that you want to belong to, you can easily go through the process of starting a brand new student organization. So um, that's that leadership piece right there, right? Yes, that's that leadership piece. Yep. And so, in addition to the student organization, we also have Greek organizations, which are part of our department. The organization that I work specifically with at the university, the University Program Council, which is the programming piece of student uh, for students on campus. So we do homecoming week. We do. Lanyap Week, which is a 20,000-pound crawfish ball that we've been doing oh, now. Oh, yes, my goodness. For close to almost, it's almost been 50 years now that we've been having the tradition. Really? Yes, yes. Yep. So one of the one of our signature programs is Lanyap, Lanyap Day, and it happens every spring semester. So maybe next, you know, so know since you haven't been. You know, right. You, just, you, know, you invited me. Is this my invitation? All right. I okay. got you. Yeah. Um, so we do, we do that, that. That great event. We have... Crew of Rue, which is another tradition that we've had at the university What's for a long time. What's Crew of Rue? Crew of Rue is a Mardi Gras parade that we have on campus. <clears throat> How did I not know about all of this when yes. I was a student? We've tweaked it, tweaked it and changed it up a little. So just like higher, just like everything in life, higher education, you change with the times. Right. Um, so we've always had the parade, but a couple of years ago we added the ball. And so the there's ball, a ball too. There's a ball, so all UL students can come. They swipe their IDs and they get to enjoy a ball with a DJ, with live entertainment, with food, with king cakes, the whole nine yards. I feel like I'm missing out, yes. man. Yes, it's it is a signature treasure for our institution and for the uh, UPC. Nice. Yes. Yep. So we do those types of events. We do multicultural programs, diversity programming. We do entertainment, late night events. 
late night pajama bowling events. We do tailgating at football games. You name it, we do it. And it's all put on by students, for students, and uh, myself, and I have a colleague, and we work directly as the advisors to the University Program Council. My gosh. Yes. I feel like I missed out on so much. No, no, we got to need to start pulling you over so you can come visit us for some I'm reason. I'm just saying, Ruben. Yes. You got to get me more involved and engaged. Yes, I got <laughs> look, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So were you the one who created the Emerging Leaders, is it Emerging Leaders Summit? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't create it. It's actually um, it was um, created by one of my colleagues, okay, um, Erica Schwartz, and she's one of our uh, assistant directors um, in the Office of Student Engagement Leadership. She works primarily with our Greek organizations, but the Emergency Leader Summit is one of the pieces that she works directly with in her position. How long has that been? It had Emergency Leader Summit has been there for three plus years. Okay, you were a speaker. Last I year. was. Uh, yeah, I remember that. It was a wonderful experience. Yeah, it was. It's a really great experience. It's a really, it's a great program for our, for our first time freshmen and our sophomores. It helps them with the leadership um, side for the individual leadership development. So it's a really great program, definitely. Y'all, yes. the university is doing so much that I had no idea about. Yeah. What else is going on over there that you're not telling me about, Ruben? It's just a lot. It's a lot of great things. I mean, but we all know that football season is about to start, so that's right. You have to come. We do some tailgate. We're gonna do some tailgating together. We're gonna do some How tailgating together. Yep. I'm in. Get you some jambalaya. You know. Well, you know I'm vegan, right? You so you're gonna have to give me jambalaya with I, no meat in it. I got you. All right. You sure? You. I got you. All yep, right. Promise. I'll be there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So talk to me a little bit about how your role at the university transitions into some work that you do in the community of Lafayette. Yeah. Good question. So obviously, I mean, Miss Community, you're you're uh, Miss Miss Lafayette. I'm sitting right in front of her. <laughs> uh, we've crossed paths so many times, and obviously, the community piece is such a very important part for me. Um, and just being able to impact the community and be able to work with directly with so many really amazing individuals and am amazing organizations throughout the community is something that really has truly shaped me into the person I am today. Just for example, just a few examples. Um, one of the roles that I have that I've been in now for a few years is the Miles as serving on the board uh, as a board member for the Miles Perrette Cancer Services, which is a very phenomenal nonprofit organization. Something very special about that organization is that I actually volunteered with them um, as a student. So while I was at UL, really? I was an active volunteer. Yes. So I've known the Perrette family for a really long time now. Um, and so they've always been a part of my my philanthropy, my community service contribution to the university. So as a professional, it meant a lot for them to be able to extend an invitation for me to serve on the board. So it was something that I'm very, very, something that means a lot to me. That's awesome. So tell yeah. me a little bit more about Miles Perrette. What, what type of work do they do and how did you get involved in it? Yeah, um, so as, as on the board, we meet throughout the year and they present the budgets, they present different programs and different initiatives. We have different subcommittees within the board too. Um, and so we just basically help them to be very proactive and to execute a lot of different programs, a lot of different events that they do. Games of Acadiana is probably my, my one of my, my one of my favorite events that Miles Perrette does, and it's actually coming up later this month in August. Um, and all the funds that's raised through Games of Acadiana, um, they all stay. One of the best things about the nonprofit Miles Perrette Cancer Services is that all of these funds they stay here in Lafayette to serve the people in the Lafayette area that have been affected or that recovering from cancer so at the same and having family members who've passed away from cancer and knowing friends that have family members that passed away from passed away from cancer it's really really special for me to be able to work directly with the nonprofit and helping them to make a lot of really great things happen in our community so you know I'm a cancer survivor right 
I did know that. I knew that. I, 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 that was one of our earlier conversations. When where we, we don't know where we met. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember you just triggered. I remember well, that was one of our earlier conversations. Yeah. Yes. So I'm a cancer survivor. I'm, I don't know if I've ever participated in any of their mm-hmm. events, but um, I had cancer when I was nine. Like walk for a cause type thing. And that I was diagnosed when I was nine mm-hmm. with Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh-huh. So I'm excited that we have services like like Miles Perrette available here for people in the community because I had to go to New Orleans yeah. uh, when I was younger yeah. to get a lot of that support. So I, I think it's really important to the community here that that's local. Most definitely. Very important. So anyway, not to take away from what you were talking about, what, mm-hmm. what other organizations yeah. and things are you involved in? Um, you mentioned the 705 yep. earlier. So I, and I'm so grateful to have someone like Skyra in my life who... <laughs> was my biggest um, and number one advocate for being on the board. So she inspired me, um, and I'm currently on the 705 board. I work have, I have the I have the privilege of working with an amazing individual. I hope I know he's going to be tuning into this. Zach yes. Barker. Yeah, we Zach. interviewed him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I love um, uh, Zach is actually on a close friend of mine, and I have the uh, privilege of working with him on the civic committee. So um, we actually have a coffee coffee with tomorrow tomorrow morning. That's right, yeah. Holly Howard, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm definitely. We're excited about that. So um, tell me about the civic committee. What did they do um, for the so 705? They did different programs and initiatives uh, for the 705 members and people that may be interested in joining the organization, just educating them on the civic level, on the civic side of things. So the signature thing that we do is obviously Coffee With, um, and then we're constantly always looking looking for more initiatives and more things to do within the 705 as a board and as an organization to make sure that our members are actively engaged in what's going on gotcha. in the community. What does your membership consist of? Our memberships, as far as the committees? No, no, no. Your age group demographic. Oh, the age groups. Good, good question. So the age groups, typically for the young side, twenty. It'll be t- about twenty-one to forty-five, or like the, is the average age number for the um, members that we have in the seven hundred five. That's pretty awesome. So a nice little young professionals group here in Lafayette. Yes, exactly. And you happen to sit on the board, so mm-hmm. you're shaping. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. How we evolve as young people yes, here? Yes, I love it. It's a great. It's a great and. Actually, and honestly, through through the 705, another part, another connection that I made before getting on the board with 705 was Leadership Lafayette. Um, and I saw, I know you're a graduate of Leadership Lafayette. Class 28, whoop, yeah, whoop. Yeah, I'm class 29, so right after, and <laughs> class 30 is going on right now. Yep. So, and Leadership Lafayette, again, was an amazing opportunity to um, learn a lot about the community, to have some amazing, really great classmates and people to work with that were from all different fields and all different areas. And we get together very often to just kind of hang out, to bond, to spend time together and just reminisce and remember the experience that we had in the year-long program that educates educates and teaches you about different parts and components of Lafayette. So, What's something that you remember that stuck out to you when you went through Leadership Lafayette? I would say the part that stuck, stuck out to me the most, my favorite, my probably my two favorite days. I have two favorite days. It's going to be edu- the Education Day mm-hmm. and also Nonprofit. <clears throat> what are two favorite? Yes. Yep. For those of you who don't know, I chaired nonprofit days, so I know, I'm and very I'm not excited. saying it, and I'm not saying it because you're here. It was really one of my favorite. It was really one of my favorite. Also, one of Ruben's job. classmates became the first director for Leadership Institute of yes. Acadiana, which runs the program of Leadership mm-hmm. Lafayette, right? Ashley Mudd. Shout out to Ashley Mudd, Ooh. yes. Uh, Way to go, Lafayette, Ashley. Class 29, UL Raging Cajun, yep. past SCA president. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was a student governor. Man, Ashley's just awesome. She's amazing. Y'all She's don't amazing. even understand how many amazing people we have in this community. Oh, yes. And we're rocking. We, we rockin'. are. We but are. we're here to talk about Ruben. Go ahead, Ruben. Uh, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more. <laughs> um, and so other, other than that, I would, I would say that probably my other – 
um, major university community connections would be um, serving as the president of the Black Faculty Staff Association at UL. Um, And it's something we're still working with a lot, um, innovating a lot of the things that we've done and that we are doing, um, and also um, working with the Christiana Smith, um, which is a the African American um, alumni chapter that um, I serve in the position of the vice president of special events. And so within both of those organizations, I'm able to work directly with a lot of really great people in the community, with a lot of great alumni from our university, uh, with faculty and staff. And we do a lot of really great initiatives, a lot of great partnerships, um, and making sure that we're um, keeping the, a lot of really a lot of uh, important individuals at our university and in the community engaged. So who was Christiana Smith? I've always wanted to know. Yeah, Christiana Smith was the first African-American graduate from USL. USL before it became yes, UL Lafayette. Before it became UL Lafayette. Gotcha. Yes. And gotcha. Chapter, we have a chapter obviously named in honor of her. Every homecoming, uh, we have an event called um, Sweet Sounds of Sharon. And during this event, um, we highlight a trailblazer, and we also have honorees that we recognize every homecoming. And so all the money that we use, all the money that we make from that event, and a lot of the fundraisers and other uh, fundraisers that we do. For Christiana Smith, uh, we use it for scholarships for African-American students. We use it to put on different programs and different events and just making sure that we're really going above and beyond to provide um, all the services and resources that our students need to be successful on campus. Man, y'all, Ruben's doing some awesome stuff. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. I guess. Uh I'm just saying. Yeah. I think it's awesome. So, okay, my my question I really like to ask people, it's one of my favorite questions is, Mm -hmm. when was that moment in your life that you realized you were a leader, that people were following you, they were listening to you, you were leading them on things that were important to you that were also important to them? Like, when did that moment happen for you? That's a good question. I would say that probably happened for me at a very young age. I think, and I, I don't know if someone like you can probably agree, that you start seeing or you start really seeing the leadership abilities that you have, maybe like in elementary school and middle school, and then eventually the older you get. So by the time high school comes, you see it on a whole nother level. So obviously you begin to comprehend and understand things differently. Um, your mind really begins to develop. You really begin to grow and you really be, be you really begin to understand exactly what leadership is. So I would say between middle school and high school is when I identified myself as a leader um, through the organizations that I was a part of, from student council to key club, the National Honor Society, Beta Club. Very early on in that period um, in in my life, I was able to identify and realize that leadership was something that was very important to me. And then going on and transitioning to college, um, joining my fraternity, Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, you know, special shout out to the pretty boys. I got to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Being in my fraternity um, and being actively involved in um, tons of other organizations um, within my major at the university and the community, um, it really, really continued to allow me to grow, to develop more. And one of the best things I think about leadership is that it has it's transitioned into my professional career, it's transitioned into my pers- my professional and my personal life in a way that every day I get to, I go to work and I have the opportunity to help young people develop into leaders. I have the opportunity to teach them to become the best person that they want to be. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but I, know I mentioned that um, I'm one of the advisors for the University Program Council, but also have the privilege of advising the Black Male Leadership Association at UL, as, a, as well as serving alongside with another advisor for Cap Alpha Psi at UL Lafayette. So I have the opportunity to work with a lot of really great students every day, day in and day out. So there's not a day that goes by that leadership doesn't cross my mind. It doesn't cross, and it crosses my mind every day that we're making an impact and we're making a difference in the 
the future of not just Lafayette, but the future of the state and the future of the U.S. and the world. The pe young people, the young minds that we're cultivating and that we're developing will be the future leaders and the people that will really be in our roles and doing a lot of really great things. Man, I don't know if I can follow up with anything after that. That was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I learned from the best. I learned from the really? best. Really? I learned from the best. Well, I learned from you too, Ruben. I'm just mm. saying. <laughs> okay, so my one of my final final questions I want to ask you is, if there's someone out there, wherever they are, and they want to get involved, they want to take on more of a leadership role, they're not exactly sure what that is or how to do it, what advice would you give someone who's looking to do something and make a difference and make change happen? I would say the advice that I would give someone that was wanting to be involved and make a difference and to start – to start that the leadership journey, as, w as we call it. Um, but definitely say just start the process of just getting to know people, putting yourself out there. And something that we tell students all the time, and I tell my friends, I tell my family members, is that you have to go through life and you have to sometimes be uncomfortable. You have to push yourself and challenge yourself to do things that you don't normally do that makes you uncomfortable or things that take you outside of your comfort zone because when you've pushed yourself to that limit and you do things that you don't normally do, it really helps to shape you, become the person that you're meant to be and the person that you're meant to become. So when you think about all the challenges and the things that we've gone through and all the not-so-great things in our lives, those are the moments and the times that have actually really truly shaped us into the people that we are. So that my number one advice would be just to step outside of your comfort zone, meet people, don't be afraid to talk and engage, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Sometimes we don't necessarily know where to start. Um, there's a lot that you really don't know unless you ask. So reach out, talk to people, find out what's going on, find your passion. I think that sometimes we live our entire lives and we forget that it's not necessarily about how much money you make or how successful you are, but more importantly about the difference that you can make in the lives of others. And what can you wake up every morning to and do and feel good about and feel excited about? And I can honestly say that I found my passion in Leadership Lafayette teaches you. I found my why. I know what it is that gets me to wake up in the morning, that gets me pumped up, that gets me excited. I go out there, I get on campus, I go to conferences, I meet students, I meet people, I engage, I talk to them. Um, I make them comfortable, I make them uncomfortable. But the most important thing is that you learn the most about yourself from people that aren't like you. So obviously the people that are like you, you learn the most about, but you really, really challenge yourself more when you surround yourself with people that aren't like you and that have those different, come from different economic statuses, that come from different social, that comes from different backgrounds. So the biggest thing is um, perspective. So don't be afraid to have a conversation and to become friends and reach out to people who think differently from you. Well, on that note, I mean, I, I need to go out and find some other friends. We think too much alike, Ruben. Uh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciated having you in the studio. I really appreciate it, too. Thank you. Thank you so much for this program. Thank you so much for everything that you do for the people in the community. I mean, I mean, you already know. I mean, I don't, I don't even, the words can, can't even begin to explain how grateful I am for our friendship and grateful to all the amazing things that you do every day. Thank God. you, Ruben. You're making me blush. <laughs> 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 all right, guys, to listen to more Conversations with Leaders podcast, you can go to skyrarito.com. And remember, y'all, I'm from Cajun country, so it's spelled R-I-D-E-A-U-X. All right, let's go change the world together. <laughs>